Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan, event sommelier, and still an event sommelier. Went down to Dallas and uh, did the two-step with uh, some masters, and I uh, had a great time, but uh, only 16 out of 118 people passed. 16 out of 118 people passed. And this being my first time, it was uh, it was just a thrill. It was like you know the Wizard of Oz going behind the curtain, seeing the man back there. And uh, I think when we we talk about or in my group, my circle is about being a small yay and trying to blind wine and think about uh, esoteric and uh, minute details about the world of beverage. Uh, we sometimes think that specter is is the sort of the Godzilla, right? You know, you can't go against Godzilla, but um, the thing is, if you if you fear it, you need to conquer that fear. And I was just thrilled. Uh, the compliment I got was, um, "We really admire your confidence," and uh, <laughs> that was fun. Um, it was like Jeopardy. You sit in a room for uh, it's you and two master sommeliers just like this, and they ask you questions. 114 questions in 55 minutes, and you have to really well tell them the right thing and i could tell at one point they either check it off or they make notes <laughs> and i think i was probably i had a few more checkoffs than making notes but i realized that making notes means that um you're they're writing down what you said so they know that you know, you didn't get it right uh but congratulations to my pals nick davis and martin Bealey, two wine professionals here uh they certainly uh worked very hard and long hours to uh achieve this momentous uh goal and they're now on the blind tasting track and service track and I was there at Canlis uh this week and having a good time it's summertime here in Seattle so let's just party i'm ready to party um but reading too much books uh regurgitating flashcards and uh now it's time to swallow some wine instead of spit it out uh but if you're out there and looking for some fun cocktail ideas it is the the bounty of the Pacific Northwest we have great uh seafood we've got great produce we've got great uh, coffee and beers and wines and chocolates oh my uh and today i get the i get to uh well i'm looking at stacks i feel like i'm in costco right now looking at the stacks of blueberries i've got dr alan schreiber who is dr blue mr blueberry uh here in washington state he represents well almost all things you call him the blue angel almost but uh, um, uh we're going to chat about blueberries the history of blueberries and how washington state really fits in the global economy of blueberries and we're going to get creative with uh, Justin Klein, who is the owner of Full Tilt Ice Cream. That's right, it is summertime. I'm ready for some ice cream. So, uh, Justin and Alan, hey, welcome to Happy Hour. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. How about that transition from the depths of despair into uh, the bounty of blue? Uh, Dr. Alan Schreiber, let's talk about blueberries. What is a blueberry? Well, it's uh, it's one of the newest crops in the state. And, and it's only been cultivated by humans for about 100 years, and most of that time we've been growing them here in Washington. Uh, Washington has the optimal conditions to grow blueberries, and we grow a lot of them here. What's the difference between a blueberry and a huckleberry? They're different species, and one can be cultivated, and one can only be grown in the wild. And let me guess. <laughs> huckleberries are in the mountains. Huckleberry fin. All right. Uh, interesting. And when we think about blueberries, is it... Um, 
Are they like raspberries? Are they like vines? Will they go down and into the ground and start popping up all over the place like blackberries do? Or no, it's a it's a bush. It's uh, completely unrelated to the the caneberries, blackberry, and raspberries. But it, it's a bush. Uh, most of the time, these bushes are about four feet tall, but they can get you know up to twenty feet tall if you don't manage them properly. Okay, and is the blueberry the seed? Can I plant a blueberry and get a blueberry bush someday? Uh, that is possible, but almost always blueberries are propagated from cuttings rather than from seeds. All right. Well, that that's uh, consistency. And what are the properties of a blueberry? Um, what's the health benefit of a blueberry? I mean, I know you're going to go into something really deep, but give it to me. All right. So if you go to the U.S. High Bush Blueberry Council's website, they have a list of peer-reviewed scientific articles that talk about things like it's been proven to reduce your risk from cancer. It has cancer-fighting properties. It improves skin quality. It um, it helps with cognitive function. There are so many documented health benefits from blueberries that it's called having a health halo. It has high in antioxidants. It is high in fiber, and it's good for. It's something that you can eat that's sweet. That's good for people that uh, have diabetes. Oh, so it's a low glycemic index fruit. Fruit. Excellent. I'm looking at the fruit, and we see the blueberries, and um, sometimes blueberries are really tart, even though they look pretty blue. How do we know when a blueberry is truly ripe without putting it in our mouth and being disappointed? Well, uh, blueberries are sweet and tart. Um, generally, if they are tart, that means they have just fully ripened. Um, when they're, they can be picked once they're 100% blue, but they will be uh, a little on the tart side. If they hang on the, the bush for a longer period of time, they'll be sweeter. It is also a, uh, related to the variety. Some are sweeter than others, but you cannot tell by looking at a blueberry whether it's going to be sweet or tart. Is there a Bing blueberry and a Rainier blueberry? There are lots of lots of varieties of blueberries. There's over 100 varieties of blueberries, and it's hard to tell them apart by look. <laughs> I would imagine. I mean, they seem pretty innocuous. They're all kind of blue, round, and um, plump, um, probably juicy too. So looking at a blueberry, I see the spot where the, the, the stem was, was at. What's the other spot? It looks like the end of a flower or something like right. that. Right. That's called the, the flower scar, but that is exactly what that is. That is where the where the flower was that a bee came and pollinated, and then the ovule, which is the base of the flower, expands into the fruit. So all blueberry plants are what we'll call other? <laughs> Can you say female these days in this town? I don't know. Uh, they are all bisexual. Bisexual? So, well, so then so that, they, how they, appropriate. They have uh, male and female uh, parts in the flower. And so, but a bee needs to come and and you know be the love connection there and yeah, they introduce need to bring, each other. Bring the pollen from one flower to another. I see. Now, is there uh, some genetics here in Washington State University? Are we trying to to make the bigger, better, more ripe blueberry? Um, we are funding a breeding program that's actually uh, in Oregon and one that's in British Columbia. We don't have any breeding programs in the state of Washington, but we fund them. They're ones that are based in our uh, neighboring growing regions. How would we know which blueberry uh, variety we are receiving uh, now? Is because and here's what I say: when I think of ripe blueberries, the blueberries I buy in December <laughs> are typically tart, and those come from like Chile or Mexico or something like that, or even California. But how do we know what blueberry variety we get and that we should be looking for? Is there a specific strain? I mean, have, have all these uh, orchards or are they called orchards? We call them fields. Fields. 
Strawberry okay. fields, blueberry fields. Okay. So tell me. So unlike something like an apple or a tomato, which there are varieties and they're sold by varieties, blueberries aren't sold by varieties because there's no significant visual clue that relates it to a, to a variety. Um, the, the differences in variety have more to do with the timing that they're mature or their yields or whether they're for fresh or processing. So uh, variety doesn't make sense to as a marketing tool. So you'll you'll never really know what variety that you're eating in when it comes to blueberries. All right. And I'm looking at the blueberries come in different sizes. I mean, the some are big and plump and some are small. Is that a matter of uh, just fl- flowering different different times? Tell me why the size difference. So one reason is variety. Some varieties are bigger than the other. But another reason has to do with the number of times a bee will visit uh, a blueberry flower. So the more visits there are, the more uh, pollination there is, the bigger the the blueberry. So if you have ideal conditions for pollination, you will have larger blueberries. Um, also, if you are absent of stress events like uh, drought or very hot weather, uh, that will result in bigger blueberries. And this year, right now, we're at the peak of harvest. We had great pollination conditions. We have had relatively mild weather, and uh, blueberries have sized up very large. As you can see, we have some very nice, fat, plump, juicy blueberries here, and that will be typical for this season. Are there grades of blueberries? Is there something that I should uh, be looking for? Because uh, everything seems to be grade A, but is there a grade AA plus? Is it like a bond rating? So the way it works is these blueberries go over sorters that sort. They can sort by size. They're color sorters. So they're all considered to be A grade, and the ones that aren't A grade are sorted out and go for processing. So you're only getting the A grade fruit. Is there a difference in the amount of nutrients by the size, or does it, and we're talking that the more nutrients, because the blueberry flesh isn't necessarily blue, it's kind of green, isn't it? It's pretty blue. It's it's pretty blue. And, all right, so I stand corrected here. I yeah, the skin's blue. It's like a grape. Let me eat the, eat some of these while I'm here. Yeah, and the seeds are, um, there's a bunch of little seeds in there, too, which is interesting, because it's not like a cherry. It's one pit and a peach, and apples have a few seeds. Yeah, they have they have a lot of seeds in them, and again, more the more they're pollinated, the more uh, seeds are in them, and there is no correlation between size and nutrition. Except for what? Maybe the, the, the percentage of calories you might get on sugar grams or whatever? The what you're better off is just to eat more blueberries. Don't worry about the size. <laughs> just eat another handful of blueberries. If you want to do something good for yourself, uh, eat two servings of blueberries instead of one. Is that like a teaspoon, tablespoon, or is that a double scoop at full tilt? Um, I don't know. A, a serving of blueberries is a quarter cup. So, All right, so two ounces of blueberries. Okay, which averages to be about, I want to think about 23 berries. Depends on the size. <laughs> Of course. Uh, let's get Justin Klein, the owner of Full Tilt, on here. Um, Justin, how long have you been playing with blueberries? Um, well, probably since I was a little kid, but in ice cream, about 11 years. It was one of our first flavors that we experimented with. And are you a local guy? Did, did you grow up with the bounty of the Pacific Northwest, or did you find it from? I found it. I moved up here uh, 26 years ago. From which part of the, the world? From Los Angeles. Oh, yes, the Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And did... Did they have fresh produce down there and all that, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. California's kind of known for fresh produce. <laughs> but not a lot of berries. 
Right. Um, well, there's strawberries. Strawberries are really big down there. Right. Yes, the ones that look nice and red, but just don't necessarily taste nice right. and red on the inside. Um, how many How many different batches of blueberry ice cream have you you've produced? Do you think? Uh, God, I have no idea. But this year, I know that we've done um, um, about fifteen hundred gallons of blueberry ice cream. What's the ratio? Is, it, is each scoop a quarter cup? Is it a, is, can I get my serving of blueberries and a scoop of ice cream? Our, our scoops are a little bigger than a quarter cup, so yeah, you would definitely be getting, you know, you could, yeah. Sure. Sure, why not? Right. It's healthy. And you've got a cut. You brought some samples today, and uh, I saw that uh, it's two samples, which I, I just love. Um, it's one flavor. What did you bring? I, come on, don't just tell me it's blueberry. Come on. Well, I brought blueberry ice cream with a, um, we make a house-made blueberry sauce on top of it. So, All right, so it's 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 pure deep That's blue. That's what we wanted to bring. It's pure. Yes, it's pure berry. Yeah. I want to know why we're not eating it. Uh, I, I don't see any spoons. I think we get. Oh wait, we have to get a selfie while we're licking the top. Isn't that what we do oh, these no. days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll go viral. Well, yeah, let's bust it out. I mean, we're going to take a break here a second, but we can mm, savor and just be refreshed on this sultry August evening. Uh, well, yeah, come on, I get. Where's our assistant? Where's our intern? Uh, silence. Crickets. <laughs> it's out of here. So Full Tilt, Scott, you said five locations? We have five locations right now. Yeah. All right. In uh, Ballard, Columbia City, U District, White Center, and Capitol Hill. All right. Capitol and uh, I, grew, I live in West Seattle, so I'm very familiar with the White Center. There's several other names that go along with White Center, but it's still funny that it's we... It's Rat City. Okay. It's, we should really call it by what it is. It is Rat City. Uh, and the Roller Girls are still there, I hope. Um, okay, so I've got Dr. Alan Schreiber, and you are actually... You are the man of many different talents when it comes to Washington State agriculture. You work with the different organizations as a spokesperson, as a resource for education. And you were just in Vietnam, is that right? I was. Talking about blueberries. I was. So in Vietnam, they, they're only allowed to import apples, pears, cherry, and table grape when it comes to fruit. And they just allowed in access to fresh blueberries into Vietnam. Before that, it was illegal. So I was over there two weeks ago with the Oregon Blueberry Commission and the Washington Blueberry Commission promoting Washington blueberries. And we were not prepared for how excited they were to receive. Well, I want to hear that story. Hey, folks, stick around. I've got, uh, well, i got a bunch of blue in the house. Um, It's not Michigan. It's blueberry time here on Happy Hour Radio. Stick around. I'll be right back. Two regular guys separated by 20 years and a full head of hair. Mark Lee and Van Camp. Weekdays 9 to noon. Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. And you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle Somalier, Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, welcome back. I hope you're having a great Saturday night in the sultry summer of Seattle. It's uh, it's blueberry time, and blueberries are great. It's it's really a breakfast, lunch, uh, snack, dessert, anytime fruit. Um, and I know at Dr. Alan Schreiber, who is we'll call Doctor Blue today. He was just in Vietnam. You're telling me that the Vietnamese were really excited about getting a new colored fruit. Is that right? Yes. Um, we had estimated that if we were lucky, we would be able to get a million pounds of blueberries exported to Vietnam. And by the time we left, we had one customer. One customer uh, alone was going to buy over a million pounds. And so we're, we've tripled our estimate. Uh, it turns out the Vietnamese like Washington blueberries as much as we do in, in the U.S. How would they know if they weren't allowed to be exported or imported? So 
we were over there doing tastings, and so we we hired a local company to go around and and do demos at all the grocery store chains. And we spent tens of thousands of dollars on that, introducing people to blueberries. And they're very interested in things that are from the United States. And because of marketing done by Tree Fruits from Washington, Washington has a marquee name there. So anything uh, that's produce, U.S., particularly Washington, sells. Interesting. Is there a, a Vietnamese word for blueberry? Viet Qua. Viet Qua. Yes, and what's Vic, what's good? You probably learned some Vietnamese, right? Tasty. I, I am not. I cannot speak. I just know that that <laughs> Viet Qua. Viet Qua. Does it sound like? It's because I know that's pho was always pho is not pho. Pho is pho. Does it look the same when you you see the words? Uh, no, it, it, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. All right. Um, I'm curious. So Washington State, can we can we pr- produce more than a million pounds of blueberries? It sounds like we can. Well, when I. When I started running the Washington Blueberry Commission in 2006, we produced 18 million pounds, and last year we produced 128 million pounds, and this year we'll probably produce 140 million pounds, and we'll be the leading producer of blueberries in the United States. Really? Hey, finally, we're number one again. This Mm -hmm. is so fun. And when you think about the right atmosphere, the right conditions, the right climate, um, you know, driving over I-90 Bridge, I remember there were some blueberry fields there right on the the bog. Is that a blueberry bog? That would be a... Field, not a bog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's right, field. But it's all by the water. It made me think of a bog. But it, do you need to be? Do the feet need to be wet when you're a blueberry? What well, the soil needs to be acidic. That's the most important part. It has to be acidic. Um, they like to have what we call wet feet, but not too wet. So you don't want standing water in it. But uh, you need to keep them wet all the time. Interesting. And uh, what's the lifespan of a, a blueberry bush? Uh, we don't know. No. Um, it's They can grow essentially forever as far as we know. I've been in a field that's um, 80 years old. Interesting. And they, there's no uh, drop in production. That they, it's like I know grapevine will like get a little older and, and produce less fruit, but they call that better fruit because it's, I don't know. We we don't know that I because see. We, we, we haven't had blueberries long enough in production to know the answer to that. All I know is... Um, the oldest field I know in Washington is about 60 years old, and it's still producing a lot of blueberries. All right. And being uh, looking at 140 million pounds of blueberries, are is it an 80-20 split? 80% go to fresh markets and 20% go to production? Or uh, like uh, frozen blueberries at the store or blueberry popsicles or what? So about 70% of our blueberries go for processing and 30% are oh. fresh. Okay. So processing is huge then. It's it's very big. So if you go to like a Costco and buy frozen blueberries, it's it's Washington blueberries. All right, very good. Uh, uh, Justin, let's talk about your blueberries. Are you a fresh blueberry guy, or, or because if it's a seasonal thing? I mean, it's making me think that you're pretty fresh here. I'm still blown away that blueberries have only been cultivated for a hundred years. Like I had no idea that was. But I guess for if I'm going to eat them, I like them, you know, fresh. Sure. Yeah, it's. I guess you know, in a smoothie, I would have frozen blueberries. Brain freeze if you're eating frozen. Although Um, very refreshing today, tonight. So, did you use fresh or frozen blueberries? So we use fresh for the sauce, um, for the ice cream itself. Um, We use frozen just because it's going to break down. You know, we're going to cook it. It's going to break down a little faster. Um, And it also seems to bring out some like a brighter purple color when we're going to do this. Oh, really? Yeah, when they're frozen. 
Interesting. Is that because there's a and, and let's talk about frozen berries. I mean, you're not going to lose too much liquid because, I mean, what's the liquid content? Is this seventy percent liquid? You know, I don't know if I I know this, but it's it's easily I would say seventy percent uh, water in here, but you don't lose any of that. You shouldn't lose any of that from freezing because they're called it's called IQF individual quick frozen, and so they're they're flash frozen. It only takes them. It only takes like couple minutes to to freeze and it holds everything everything's kept in in the fruit iqf that's the best thing ever mm-hmm. i mean for anything it's like the perfect icicle and it's helped the frozen food industry um which town is blueberry capital here in washington state so the blueberry capital of the state is linden washington linden yes linden uh, is in Whatcom County, and it has about 45% of all the blueberries in the state are grown in Whatcom County. Um, wait, wait, that's north, right? Yeah, that's, yes. So half the blueberries are grown between um, Everett and the Canadian border. Is that because we have wet feet over here? <laughs> uh, you've got acidic soils, and you've, you've got the perfect climate over here. It doesn't get too hot. It doesn't get too cold, acidic soils, and it is perfect for growing blueberries. And acidic means, is that because it's volcanic? It's basalt? It has to do with the pH of the soil. It's just, it's low pH. I see, right. Low, higher pH is, is base then, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I haven't had ice cream in a while. Um, and I've been craving it. I tell you, I've been like, God, I gotta get some ice cream. And I've been so good. And this looks phenomenal. This is really thick. Um, what's the secret here, Justin? Well, how does your ice cream be so thick? It's uh, it's actually completely sugar and fat free. So you're are you you're kidding safe. me? No, yeah, I'm totally lying. I'm lying. It's um, we use we use Washington cream. It's got 19 percent butter fat, um, so it's extra healthy for you. Mm, good. Um, we make it still in small batches. We just make a lot of small batches. And, and the, you know what's interesting too? We go to the store. There's so much air in that stuff, right? Yeah. They're just looking for volume. Yeah. And because I, I pick one up and it's so light, and then you go to the other, I'm like, well, it's really heavy. This ice cream is heavy. Yeah, we don't we don't put any air in it. This so. is thick, and rich. <laughs> this tastes really, really good. It sure does. Really good. Now, what's interesting, we talk about wine in the wine world. We always, we'll sometimes use the term blueberry. I've done it. We talk about uh, Zinfandel or um, Grenache based wines or, or Rhone, uh, sorry, Syrahs. How would you describe the flavor of blueberry, to be honest? It's just a word we use to communicate because we've all had a blueberry. So, oh yeah, blueberry. But uh, funny thing, because it's a, we've had the tart blueberry, like ooh, that's tart, and we've had the one that had a little bit of, is it Botrytis cinerea? Yeah, white mold. White. Yes, that's right. And speaking of mold, um, blueberries have a little bit of a, a gray, a bloom, a, a little frost on them that's that looks like it's um, wax or something. Yeah, we call that uh, blush, or we also call it bloom on there and that's um it's it's a desirable feature um actually i I think it's just a cuticular wax that's on the surface but it wipes off very easily and is uh is there any processing i mean do we have to wash i always wash everything i wash my onions for crying out loud because they they grow on the ground i mean don't you want to put that onion on your chopping board and i'm a little probably a little howard hughes that way um but we can just eat right eat Blueberries right off the bush, right off the... Yeah. You can eat them right off the bush. You can eat them right out of a clamshell. Uh, one of the nice things about blueberries is they require no prep. Um, they, um, 
that you know you don't have to peel them you don't have to core them you don't have a pit like a cherry and when I was when my kids were younger and I, I'd buy blueberries at the grocery store those kids would be fishing them out of the grocery sack and eating them before I got got home and I was happy because you always want them to eat produce and that blueberries is just something that kids naturally love well um, is there a secret to getting the blueberry stain out do we know that they're uh, daddy-o <laughs> That is not my department. <laughs> okay. I love that you're a specialist. Um, Justin, you have this this fantastic list of uh, uh, blueberry flavors. Um, let's talk about them. Washington Blueberry Sunday. And this is like somebody in the marketing department got to you here because I see everything's Washington Blueberry. Not to be confused with the blue raspberry, right, which is the otter pop, which is actually blue, and it's supposed to be raspberry. Right. This is Washington Blueberry. Uh, Sunday, tell me about the cheesecake. How does that ice cream work for you? Do you have to add cream cheese? Well, what we do is we, we make cheesecakes in our kitchen. Oh. <clears throat> we freeze the cheesecakes. We cut them up in chunks. And so you're getting about a about a one-inch chunk of blueberry. I mean, yeah, of cheesecake, blueberry cheesecake into the ice cream. And so we mix it into the blueberry ice cream just like you're eating here. So it's like double blueberry. Right. Then you put the sauce in, it's triple. Right. Oh, my goodness. So you could uh, So basically... a pint of ice cream is really six or it could be six servings of blueberries exactly i love it uh you also have some other uh flavors here lemon bar sundae so basically you're adding the the tartness to the blueberries right cardamom interesting did you play with other uh spices yeah we tried a rosemary we tried a basil um and we just thought the cardamom just had like kind of a, a warm mellow flavor that didn't overpower the blueberries it wasn't too acidic like rosemary is, so it worked really well. I love it. I haven't made ice cream at home forever, but uh, this is really tastes like homemade. And, and you know, hearing all the news about how, how great ice cream here is in uh, Washington State, um, I, I've always been skeptical because I just never go out and get a scoop. And now I'm feeling like this is something that everyone should be doing. Full tilt, five locations. Hey, folks, we're going to talk more blueberries. I have some more questions with Dr. Alan Shriver and the owner of Full Tilt, Ice cream, it's Justin Klein, so stick around. We'll be right back on Happy Hour Radio. He's live, he's local, he's all Northwest. Lars Larson, weekdays noon to 3, Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, folks. Hey, hope you're getting... Uh... <laughs> Looking at the blue moon, um, I think blueberries are also good for brain power. Isn't that right? Yes. Oh, good. See? So um, that's how creative you're getting, Justin Klein, with Full Tilt Ice Cream. Eating more blueberries, you, you'd be able to provide a list of different... Uh, well, is the Sunday actually a Sunday, or is the Sunday like an ice cream? No, it's a Sunday special we're doing. Okay. So, yeah, I see. So you got blueberry chip, that means chocolate? Right, chocolate chips. And... Cheesecake milkshake and pancakes. So pancakes is coming up in a week or two. Yeah. Um, these are all very fresh, very seasonal. I mean, very, um, to the moment we'll call it a la minute. Right. What's the pancake deal? Are you actually making? Or are you cutting up egos or Legos or whatever they are? Legos. No, no. We're making. Once again, we're making pancakes, and this is a flavor we do every February. That every February we do an ice cream for breakfast day. Oh. And so one of our flavors have always been a blueberry pancake. So. Excellent. Now, does the pancake hold up well in the mixture? Because I know that it kind of it's it sucks up a lot of the because we put it in as the ice cream's coming out of the machine, so it's 
Yeah, the ice cream's about oh, the level I of soft serve. So it's, so it's actually, again, like uh, one yeah. of those table things where you're, you're adding it. Uh, pretty neat. Now, are those pancakes uh, uh, semolina wheat, or is that Washington wheat, or is this Krusty's? What? It's it's not Krusty's. <laughs> Though the Krusty's is a local company. It's a local company. That's what I said. Hey, I know what's um, going on. Fisher, Fisher Flour. Yeah. Um, no, it's... Um, yeah, the the it's a it's a local flower that I can't think of the name of. We don't use a lot. So of call me. That's it. Let's just say that. Let's go with that. And one. now, yeah. are your pancakes small, like the dollar <clears throat> pancakes, or do you make big monster ones like Mickey Mouse with the ears and all that? We do, and then we cut them up into small pieces. Ah, and, and you get it. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Manacle laughter and all of that. Um, are there other flavors that? Is this just the the top of the list? Because you've probably sat down and with all your employees, your blueberry think tank said, hey. Let's get creative. What else can we do? How about blueberries and jalapenos or something? We haven't done blueberry and jalapenos. Well, like I said, we did the blueberry raspberry. Uh, we've done like all kinds of spices that we can think of. We made a sauce that was blueberry with some balsamic that we reduced down, and that was pretty good. All right. I'm curious. Uh, can we get a blueberry waffle cone with my blueberry pancake ice cream? Like blueberry sauce? Like a blue waffle? Yeah, I blueberry. Don't know that. Yeah, we. You guys do waffle one. cones. We do waffle cones, but uh, we haven't well. done a we haven't done a blue waffle yet. Boom! That one's free. All right. <laughs> what might be something you would be not afraid to try? I mean, obviously, you probably did blueberry and cannabis, but um, that's blueberry Kush, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's something else? What could what could be something like just crazy wild? Crazy wild. Um, I think combining the the blueberry with different citrus, like. Yuzu or um, a Japanese citrus or yeah. the kumquat or perhaps uh, Buddha's hand. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> turning it into, like, putting a little bit of spice in there, uh, using Berber mm. spice and things like that. How about blueberry bourbon? Um, we have done uh, a whiskey swirl through one. Yeah? Yeah. Does it work? Whiskey caramel swirl, yeah. All right. Whiskey uh, kind of works with everything, though. So. And how about what? Blueberry macadamia. No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. That sounds horrible. came up with that oh, idea. Oh, gosh. Ugh. Well, what else could we... Uh, Blueberry Crunch. How about Captain Crunch? Mr. Blue. <laughs> Mr. Blue. Yeah. I don't know why, but I think Blueberry Brandy sounds good. Oh. Blueberry Brandy ice cream. How about uh, that? My college buddy would always get a pint of Blackberry Brandy. We'd go out camping and fishing in the cold and sitting around the campfire Having some blackberry brandy, but blueberry because it's more—it's probably more uh, antioxidants and health benefits than blackberries, huh? That would be a healthy drink. Now, who now who uh, started cult? Is there like is the blueberry named after somebody? Uh, it is not um, there, and I'm at a loss here. I can't remember the woman's name, but there was a, a woman who Vita pulled some selections out of New Jersey that they were growing wild in New Jersey. Still, still do. And she worked with a USDA scientist, and it was in 1918 that they sold the first crop. And um, and so last year we celebrated the centennial of the blueberry plant. The blueberry plant? Oh, the yeah, cent- okay, of, not, of the not a plant process. Yeah, the blueberry cultivar. Got it. Yes. A hundred years. So where were we a hundred years ago? I mean, uh, a year ago, celebrating blueberries. Shoot, we missed the big party. I mean, the centennial, we, that we, only we, comes around like every 50 years or something. Something like that. We did have a party. <laughs> I love it. Um, how many blueberries, uh, is, does blueberry grow in every state of the union? No. 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 So, like, who's out? North Dakota? Well, the, 
North Dakota's out, South Dakota's out. The states that have blueberry production are Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, New Jersey, Michigan, Indiana, California, Oregon, and Washington. Wow, you could take a master so many blueberry tests, man, because that came out like that. I like it. And uh, can can blueberries be cultivated year-round, or is it like um, we flower, we fruit, and then I'm taking a break? Yes, that is what happens. However, uh, harvest starts in Florida in February and ends in Washington in end of September, first part of October. So you can get fresh blueberries from the United States um, most of the year. Can you harvest them mechanically? Do we go in there to shake that bush? So... Everything for processing is mechanically harvested. Most fresh blueberries are picked by hand, but due to the cost and availability of labor, we're being forced to start mechanically picking for fresh. And so probably 10, 20% of fresh blueberries are mechanically harvested now. All right. And when I'm thinking about um, blueberries, the shelf life of a blueberry, um, if, as long as you don't wash them, right? You keep them in the, the clamshell, get some air through them, and they last in the fridge for a week? Uh, probably two weeks. Okay. Or just wash them. Do you wash them and then freeze them, or do you freeze them without? You know, I don't. I don't wash them before I freeze them. Well, that's because you. You know, you're out there. We're this, we're city people here. We gotta wash everything. Well, I, I understand that. Antibacterial soap and all that. I I eat them straight off the bush and straight out of the clamshell. So, how much? How many blueberries? What's the yield per per plant per? And how do they judge it? How do you know if you're going to be a blueberry farmer that the, it makes sense? You know, at harvest time. Well, you harvest uh, when you got you start harvest when they're one hundred percent blue, or uh, you can let it hang on the the fruit. Um, if you're mechanically harvesting it, you want to wait longer to try and go through and just two passes. If you're picking for fresh by hand, you'll pick once a week. Um, in Western Washington, the average yield is about ten thousand pounds per acre. In Eastern Washington, the yields are about twenty thousand pounds per acre. Well, why is that? Is that better flowering conditions, or are there more bees over there? They have uh, better conditions for pollination. They have more heat units, and there's a near absence of disease and insect pests, and just more more heat units over there. Another interesting thing is Washington produces as much organic blueberries as the rest of the country combined. Uh, of that 140 million pounds we're going to harvest this year, there'll probably be 33 million pounds of organic blueberries. Interesting. Um, I'm curious. So knowing the, the great health benefits, if, so if I could eat, say, a couple of blueberries, will I be looking for a John in an hour or something like that? Are they going to go through me and, and trigger some sort of catastrophic blueberry explosion? No. Okay, good. No, you'll just be a little <laughs> healthier, a little wiser, and a little better looking. Because I like beets, too, and I know that uh, when those beets come out, it's like, mm-hmm, all right. But that that's just the, the best of human nature. Uh, do we have to, in the eastern Washington, do we, do we have to fight off the, the deer and the bears and the antelope? Uh, the, the blueberries are growing where it's a desert, and there's not trees, and so uh, deer and and things like that aren't a pest, except the problem we have is birds and so birds are a real problem and so we have people that hire falconers all right and they have the falcons to come and chase off the birds uh sometimes they use noisemakers and or sure. they, they haze the birds so birds are a real problem right but i thought bl- birds were, were part of the reason we have so many wild blackberries and things like that uh 
Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your field? You're not sponsored yeah. by that commission. Uh, Justin, how many flavors do you have typically at uh, Full Tilt Ice Cream? Uh, we have 16 flavors at a time. And uh, so is that just chocolate or is that like deep mahogany chocolate? I mean, what? Give me, you know, talk to me. Um, so, woo me. Woo you. So, yeah, we have 16 flavors at a time and those change every week. So a lot of it depends on um, how high my staff is at the time of like what's the crazy <laughs> flavors they're going to make. Um, and then if you have your birthday there, we will make a special flavor for you. So we're going to have that. And so, you know, if it's a five-year-old kid, we're going to have chocolate with gummy bears and gummy worms and Skittles and nerds in it where it's barely edible. And then, you know, adults Ooh. get a little, yeah, that's, that's a, Ooh. when you wake up from that sugar coma, it's a whole new week. Oh so, man. So, when you, over the course of a year, how many, how many types of ice cream will you have in a year? Oh, hundreds. Like literally it's different every week. Like we don't do, we don't do a the same flavor over and over again. That's crazy. Is that yeah. because there's different strains of, of employee highness or something? Yeah, yeah, there's different levels, definitely. <laughs> there's different different levels. I love the open transparency here. It makes total sense. What a cool, groovy uh, entrepreneur. Um, five locations, and you're open Monday through Sunday? We're open every day, uh, noon to midnight. Noon to midnight, so you can get your ice cream lunch. And right. you can get the, uh, the baby strollers parking up there with all the... Hey, uh, super fun. Um, we got a few more minutes. I want to come back and uh, do some trivia here on some blueberries. Hey, folks, stick around. I've got Dr. Alan Shriver and Justin Klein, a full tilt ice cream here on Happy Hour Radio. America first and holding the powerful accountable. Sean Hannity, weekdays 6 to 9 p.m. Talk Radio 570 KVI. You're in the know with KVI Want to Know Weekends. Here's more Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, time for a fourth and final segment. And uh, if you haven't got a a dose of blueberries, you're missing out. You can get some great blueberry flavors at Full Tilt Ice Cream. Uh, Justin Klein is the, whoa. The man behind the the churn, right? The churn with the burn. <laughs> uh, you're open again, seven days a week, noon to what? Noon to midnight. Noon to midnight. There's some good hours. And uh, when you think about, can we have a birthday party there? I've never been. Can I go? Is it just walk up and get a cone? Can I get a the triple? Can I get a quadruple? You can get a triple. Kind of the the shtick with our uh, all our locations are is that it's an ice cream counter with an arcade. So we have like vintage pinball and arcade games. Wow. Um, so you can have a birthday party there. You can have you know we have a lot of soccer teams and baseball teams. Are those vintage pinball prices too? Because uh, I'm I'm off. you know the crazy thing like pinball has not really raised that much since you know oh, the 1970s. Come on. Shorties is like you know three it's games for five cents. bucks. What else has gone up only you know fifty cents in thirty five years, forty five years? Jeez, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so fun. So what's your website so people want to check it out and make some plans? It's www.fulltiltcream.com. Dot com. Full tilt ice cream. Hey, uh, you got good stuff. Um, I got to thank your staff. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about other flavors. Um, let's talk about how to get your own blueberries there, Doc. Where can people go? And there's a website to direct people. So, wablueberry.com. So, wablueberry.com. You go to that website, and we have a list of you pick and farm stands that have blueberries around this, this area. And there, there are a lot... Uh, there's a lot of places to to go, and I'd encourage people to go uh, 
support a local blueberry grower. Uh, times some t- are getting a little tough for the small blueberry grower because we have a lot of people planting blueberries since we have a lot of large blueberries, uh, large blueberry farms. And so... You mean like backyard people? Because well, my neighbors got blueberries. Well, I'm thinking about people that have, you know, 5, 10, 15 acres. Oh, and so if they have a U-Pick or, you know, a farm stand, uh, we encourage people to go buy, go buy local. Absolutely. Well, we're talking Washington, and we're number one. Um, can you dry them? Are they still healthy when they're dried? Absolutely. All you're doing is removing the water. So you can, if you freeze blueberries, if you dry blueberries, there's no, um, there's no loss in the nutritive value of that. In fact, uh, dried blueberries are healthier than the other blueberries. If you eat one ounce of dried blueberries, that is, if you fully dry sure, it's probably seven if, ounces of if you fully well if you fully dry a blueberry it's actually uh, it's a six to one if you fully dry them and so, so eating an ounce of dried blueberries is like eating six ounces of, of, of blueberries excellent uh well this has been so fun what a treat uh, the ice cream is fantastic justin thank you so much uh and doc as always it's uh it's a treat to uh, <laughs> try to get you to the to laugh at, at all this stuff, but I mean, I'm trying to ask some quick, crazy questions. Um, is there a 20 foot blueberry bush someplace that we can go admire in the state of Washington? Uh, there are 20 foot blueberries, but it's uh, 20 foot blueberry plants. So it's private property, and the public is not allowed uh, in a farm. What about the biggest blueberry ever? Is that something we keep track of in the annals of Washington agriculture? Well, actually, it's in the annals of the New Zealand Ag Society, the largest blueberry. Uh, was about the size of a 50-cent piece. It, it's some, it's a, a varietal thing, and it was grown in New Zealand. Well, I know that we get some big pumpkins out here. Are we going to work towards the biggest blueberry? So there's a variety called Chandler, uh, hey, hey. which is um, um, grown only in it, – it's not for – much in commercial use, but you'll find it in farmer's market, uh, U-pick type situations, and they're the size of a quarter. All right. That's pretty big. That is pretty big. And so, um, gosh. But it's, it's a pretty soft fruit, and you cannot pack it and ship it, so we don't have it in commercial channels. Are we working on something? Because we want we want to send our NASA astronauts when, the, when they get to the Mars with uh, Washington blueberries, don't we? We need something that will travel for some millennial light years or something. Uh, we are actually one of our projects that we're working on is for a, a, f- a firmer berry that can be mechanically picked and shipped. So, actually, we are working on something along those lines. That'll be called the Amazon berry, I'm sure, right? Because they're all the pros and mechanical everything. And yeah, uh, su- super fun. It's wahblueberries.com. And uh, definitely grab your kids or your spouse or whoever, someone. Uh, some cats down at Home Depot. Go get some blueberries. You can pick them and process them, and actually just right out of the right out of the tin. Uh, super fun, uh, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining Happy Hour Radio. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, what a treat. I still got some ice cream here, everybody, and it's making me think it's cocktail time. Um, I'm thinking, you know, did you ever make cocktails out of blueberries, guys? Blueberry mojito. Ah, boom. That's that a little is, mint. Lime. That is a go-to drink for me. How about that for an ice cream? We're actually doing right now a blueberry sorbet and a, um, and a blackberry cider as right. a float. Oh, really? God, that sounds good. Is that a good. local, is that Dragon's Head blackberry cider or something yeah. like that? 
How yeah. about that? Boom shakalaka. Hey, folks, hope you enjoyed it. Blueberries are really, really healthy, really, really tasty, and so is filled tilt ice cream. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. And regardless, remember, when you're out and about, life is always better with a designated driver, even when you're having blueberries. <laughs> See you next week. Ciao.